0: So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Turn 5 podcast and our final race review of the season. Uh it's just the three of us this week because the Mercedes fanboys are still crying. So it's just me Ben and Neil. What a shame. <laughs> uh no but in all seriousness Alex is still at uni and Chris is at work so they can't join us but mm, they're probably still crying. So, um, should we start with our short reviews of the race?
1: <laughs> well, other than the chaos that the FIA chose to make and do the actual track, has it really changed
0: that much? No. no what they've done is they've given it a facelift and pretended like it can now go on and win the miss america contest when in reality it shouldn't have left the plastic surgery bin (laughs) so yeah it's i think it's one of those things that you can change you can change a layout, but you can't change a nature of a circuit. And I think it's always going to be in Yasmarina's nature that it is going to be boring. <laughs> so, which brings me great pain by fact of the virtue that they've extended their contracts until at least 2030. So yeah, hooray. Nia.
2: I say just hand Massey a P-45 and send him on his way.
0: P-45 and a can of Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) You see, Horner said that Latifi's just earned himself a lifetime supply of Red Bull. (laughs) Oh, mate. I mean, he said he needed something from the gods, and, well, he got it. Mm. Which is probably not quite the gods he was thinking (laughs) of. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it was <sighs> the the only excitement was the the battle at the front, and even that was pretty dead. Yeah, pretty there good. were that
2: there really
0: were yeah, there were three points that were interesting. It was the first lap was when Checo held up Hamilton, and then it was the disastrous everything uh from lap 53 onwards so yeah should we should we start at the beginning um i feel like that's the probably the easiest place to start and uh let debate <laughs> lap, lap one <laughs> turn six
2: are we not talking about practices or qualifying and things uh, nah
0: yeah. nah yeah. I, I mean let's let's be real everyone's bothered about what happened in the race so let's just deal with the race we can do what we want <laughs> <laughs> article 15.3 the uh, the race director has overriding authority to do whatever he likes so get on with it <laughs> um yeah so i mean lap one turn six hamilton's in the lead because he got a very good start Don't know what's been happening with Max and that Red Bull in the last few races, but he just hasn't been getting off the line. So, disappointed, yes. Surprised, not really. (laughs) Um, But then Max absolutely sent one down the inside of Turn 6. Kept it within track limits, yes. Made Lewis take what would be a different line, but we saw that a lot the week before in Saudi Arabia, turn one, two complex, namely. And in every one of those instances, the person that cut turn two had to give the position back. Lewis says, ha, yeet, cuts turn two, turn seven and then some and just storms off into the distance. And no investigation necessary. I mean, when someone as experienced as Martin Brundle says, it was late, but the door was open and Max stayed on the track. what What, what is going on? The
1: thing that I don't get is I'm all right with Lewis staying in front just because from Max, okay, it was
0: like yeah, it was a, a, a lunge. Yeah, sure. He kept it
1: in, but he did kind of force Lewis off at the same time. So, fair enough, Lewis can keep the position, but he was like one and a half, two
0: seconds up the road. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're happy with the gap you've reinstated. And it's like, um, it's a, you were uh, Lewis's side game. by side. It's like, <laughs>
1: at least let Max back into DRS. How? It's up to Lewis, but.
0: But it shouldn't be. That's the thing. Yeah. It should be the steward's decision not just Mercedes. oh yeah you've you've eased off a little bit that's fine mate carry on (laughs) what's going on the same yeah um then nothing really happened and then lap 20 max has already made his stop then lewis makes his stop what a couple laps later one lap later i think it was one lap later um, covers him off, pretty expected at that point. Uh, but then Lewis catches up to Checo, or rather, Checo loiters and waits for Lewis. Um, and then pulls out the ultimate defensing driving masterclass, and just parks his car through the entirety of Sector 3, to the point that Max gains like 8 seconds in the lap which at the time i thought nice he's done such a good job that max is now going to have that momentum to just breeze past but no lewis just went oh i was only at 90 percent throttle here we go and just continued to drive off into the distance it'd be nice to see hamilton and perez battle more (laughs) because the ones they've had this year have been incredible yeah, I, I think it'd be brilliant to watch everyone battle in equal machinery. <laughs> Just give me that much, like, like imagine Hamilton, Alonso, Perez, Verstappen, all in the same car. Okay, not the the, the actual same car, like equal cars, five different ones, you know
2: i think we knew what you meant with that
0: just just, just checking they're not <laughs> like they're not in a minivan um oh, i imagine the absolute scenes we could get with that
1: but, but then it could also be very
0: very boring yes <laughs> but there's only one way to find out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: more than a hash.
0: how how many hash chassis have they got they've only probably got three yeah but they're they're the ones that ended up in the bin these are the ones that are still surviving (laughs) one's one's probably held together with gaffer tape at this point um but yeah so then after that incident where basically it was a rolling roadblock for a bit and then lewis said thanks bye nothing really happened we had a couple of minor issues uh someone was having trouble gear shifts i think it was ricardo was having trouble gear shifts and uh then raikkonen retired after his pit stop big sad as george as well yeah george retired with was that gearbox issue i think
2: probably
0: yeah somewhere with the engine and then Jovanazzi ground grounds or halt with some kind of hydraulic issue out on track which caused the vsc which let max pit for a new set of hearts because he had an extra set of new hearts whereas lewis had put on a one-lapped scrub set so he still technically had his new set of hearts available to him as well um but lewis didn't pit i think it was probably just the timing of where he was on the track when the vsc came out or whatever yeah he would have no i think mercedes
1: said he would have lost position to max it was going to be a
0: case of if lewis pit max wooden and max would keep track position but then at the same time lewis is in a faster car anyway and he'd have fresher rubber so why are you that worried Uh, i Uh, i think when when the the fia have already said the fia have already said that any incident between them like any crash would result in a points deduction one way or another if you've got that you know knowledge um... you know you've got the much faster car you would also do like a track like Abu Dhabi. You'd probably take track
1: position as it is, and then
0: yeah, uh, but it's it's not it's not as critical, I'd say. Mm-hmm. A track like Abu Dhabi compared to other tracks that you have, when you have circuits like Monaco, and as we've seen in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> like track position is literally do or die in those sort of circuits. But here there is scope to. Make moves, as Max showed on the last lap. (laughs) Uh, Banter. Um, (laughs) But no, I I still think they should have pit at some stage. Um, If not behind the VSC that Giovinazzi caused, then behind the full safety car that Latifi caused on that 53. Um, Oh, yeah, we only had 19 runners, lol. Forgot that bit. (laughs) There are only 19 cars out because Mazepin had COVID, which completely destroyed our Mazepin bingo. So, no points. Well done, Mazepin. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of well done considering <laughs> they're in like bio-bubbles and he's still managed to get it. So, yeah. impressive. Not the right Wind kind of up. impressive. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, Latifi bins it where bind it in practice, um, they've re-profiled the, what was like 19, 20, but is now like what, 13, 14, 12, 13, something like that. Yeah, 12, 10, 13, yeah. exit of 13. He put it in the wall. Um, and at that point, Lewis is on the second straight coming past the support paddock. And then the yellow flags come out as Lewis enters the sweeping banked corner of turn nine. And then by the time Lewis gets to turn between turn 11 and 12. So after the heavy breaking point, the safety car gets deployed. That's loads of time, in my opinion, to hit the blower and get your boys on the the other end to quickly whap out the new set of softs, considering you're all now limited to safety car speeds, and you've got a 12-second gap over your nearest rival. You could sit in your pit box for three seconds while your pit crew faff about, and you'd still get out back in front of the guy behind you. Because, let's be real, if you're on a set of softs, There's no way the guy behind you is not also going to pit for a set of softs to give him some kind of chance because Max's hards at that point are like 20, 15, 20 laps old? Approaching? Probably about 15. And I mean, we've already seen what Hamilton can do medium compared to soft and pull out a gap. What's he going to do soft compared to hard? That's just going to be like, completely different classes of racing
1: so it's when there's a safety car the person who, who's in second kind of holds all the cards in a way
0: Yeah. It's, but I still think that given that there was also the traffic in between that could have worked to their advantage because yeah, the, it, you don't have the speed limit in the pit exit either D so you can absolutely hone it out of that tunnel all the way up until the safety car line, and then you're back on the, the, the Delta. So the, 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 loss is minimal. Um, it was something like 12, 13 seconds pit time when, when you're under the safety car and they had a 12 second gap, yeah, it's like, yes, good. it's yes, it's close, but you're still going to be right behind him on a brand new set of tires. Yeah, but then you could
1: say the race should have ended under the safety car, which I is still why think, all of this has happened.
0: I still think the marshals were a
1: bit slow. I think Massey should just put red flag if he wanted
0: the race to finish as a yeah, race. Yeah, if he wanted a, a one-lap showdown, he should have yeah should have red flagged it. Um, I, was I was
2: red flagged it anyway, just to say, because I was like, Five laps left.
0: Mm. Yeah. So a yeah, five-lap sprint battle. race would have been fun.
2: Could have done another battle, really.
0: Yeah, and then that was none of the this whole... would have happened. Exactly. Yeah,
2: and that but... was quite exciting to be fair.
0: Because so, like, I... they could have done that. Because I was talking to it about with, with some people on Discord, and we we were saying like in other series, like uh, NASCAR has a rule that the race cannot end behind the safety car or under full course caution or whatever it is. So they extend the race.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, obviously bit of an issue with fixed fuel limits in formula one. Can't really do that. But what if you brought everyone into the pit lane and then said, here's three kilos of fuel to do the extra out lap, the flying lap and the in lap. Everyone gets the same amount of fuel. There's no arguing over anything like that. It's just a fixed amount of fuel. This will cover the extra laps that we're going to do to make sure that it finishes as a race. I'd be okay with that. I know it's fairly unorthodox in the grand scheme of things, but you know, so was Baku and so was this. Yeah. Brings, right.
1: having like a last lap kind of showdown it brings excitement mm. and then like especially if they did red flag because i see it just seems so um fair on those with what happens they red flagged it. it would have been straight up fair no one would have moaned.
0: yeah it would have been both people new sets of tires fastest guy goes yeah and then we would have had another turn six incident, and the battle would have raged on differently. Yeah, so maybe like <laughs> Stewards, what are you doing? Well, we're doing that anyway. So. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, well, to be honest, it's race director what you're doing, not Stewards what you're doing. Yeah, because that's that's the argument. Martin, that, I
2: see.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So Mercedes are protesting it, and that got thrown out, and now they're protesting it again. Um, but Red Bull have brought their counter argument of article 15.3 of the sporting regs, say the race directors overriding authority over certain things. Um, It was, uh, the clerk of the course shall work in permanent consultation with the race director, the race director shall have overriding authority in the following matters. And the clerk of the course may give orders in respect of them only with his express agreement. A, the control of practice and race adherence to the timetable. And if he deems it necessary, the making of any proposal to the stewards to modify the timetable in accordance with the code or sporting regulations. Basically, if they need to do barrier repairs or we have another typhoon situation, they can move sessions around fine. B the stopping of any car in accordance with the code or sporting regulations. They can give people the meatball flag or the black flag fine. C, the stopping of practice or suspension of the race in accordance with the sporting regulations if he deems it unsafe to continue and ensuring that the correct restarts procedure is carried out, i.e. he can throw a red flag. Fine. D, the starting procedure. The lights. Jump starts. That shebang. Fine. E, and the critical one here, the use of the safety car. He has overriding authority on it, so... I don't see the Mercedes case going anywhere. Uh, even if it does,
1: it is pretty much meaningless anyway. Exactly. Verstappen's that's the thing. already had that moment and that day, so uh, I know
0: that the, um, the 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 award ceremony is on Thursday, but at the same time, Red Bull haven't done anything wrong, as yeah. weird as that might seem, considering the the usual press that they get. Red Bull did nothing wrong they just did everything that the race director laid out in front of them so uh, penalizing max for something that michael massey has done would be probably even more of an injustice than what we've just had
2: yeah you can't blame anyone any of the drivers or anyone in the teams because they were just following orders yeah it'd be to be the michael massey and the fia saying we've messed up and there's no way they're gonna do that no there's no way the fia gonna go yeah sorry we messed up lewis no, maybe there's no way they're gonna do that
0: no no it's like, not however they
2: however they plan it out
0: it's it's a bit of a mess especially considering we had extra coverage um like it was on channel four for us which meant that it had many millions more people watching it around the world than otherwise would have done because subscription services and whatnot um sad noises for sky because their day passes are down the drain then i know i have brundle
1: earlier He said nine million people watched it on sky or something like that i was
0: watching on sky but that's just because i've got a now tv pass so i had the app on my phone so it made it easier for me because i was on the go (laughs) But yeah, it's when you've got the spotlight on you, making the correct decisions is even more important. And when you do such a big cluster as that, then it puts the whole, the whole thing into disrepute and i think we'll. i mean we're, we're eventually going to cover it in next week's episode of the season review of it now means that everyone's going to look back at the rest of the season and go well what about this and what about that
2: I've and why wasn't this do done it. i've seen yeah. people already doing that on like...
1: well, i mean we were doing it during the season
0: i mean yeah the track yeah. limits on that so yeah but this is going to be more specifically spotlight on lewis and max yeah, so. yeah
2: but one thing I don't like the fact that it's kind of tainting Max's championship now, because yeah. they both worked really hard for it. That's
0: They're the thing. Both, both drivers really deserved to win yeah. that championship. And the way it's ended has it somewhat soured them.
2: it. It would have yeah. really tainted both of it.
0: I mean, it's tainted it for Max, but imagine if it gets overturned and Lewis wins his eighth in this yeah, sort of that, fashion that would yeah. no like the damage is already done
2: yeah
0: so. Schumacher's but, legacy lives on yeah.
2: yes I, saw, I think it was I think it was Sport Bible they tweeted something like Schumacher made Latifi go into the war he saved his dad's record it's like no no
0: I want <laughs> to know whatever they're taking because I'll have some of that the no, dirty tyres.
2: I'm, I'm try and find the tweet
0: now. Yeah. Like he went. He went off outside of uh, turn nine, yeah. and then carried on braking zone, and then hit the wall because of his shod tyres. So Conspiracy. Mick was like a, half a second to a second up the road at that point. Mick was nowhere dirty, near. Yeah,
1: dirty tyres. <laughs> dirty everything. Dirty tactics. Yeah. <laughs> dirty
0: pants after it. <laughs> probably probably dirty pants every time he sees <laughs> now. Yeah. Just see a massive gulp. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking Williams are gonna be uh bricking it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Is well, is I... the engine that they've supplied with Latifi gonna blow up? <laughs> Deliberately.
2: (laughs) Sport Bible tweeted, Nick Schumacher pushed Nicholas Batuti's wife to protect his dad's record. No.
0: I mean, it's Sport Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You you just kind of... In your hand, throw it at your phone, and hit type, and that's it. Done. That's how they tweet. And then they, you know, tweet it every four days or something for the next year.
2: Apparently... According to Sky Sports, well, ESPN, F1, Max reveals that Toto sent him a congratulatory text message after his victory yesterday via Sky Sports.
0: Toto was also getting absolutely <laughs> f***ing <faced> and crowd surfing. <laughs> so he's obviously so, so upset about it.
2: So was Valtteri.
0: I mean, Valtteri yeah. was cannonballing into the harbour. Yeah. <laughs> as the team were protesting
2: <laughs> as a team were in the steward's office for the QC <laughs> Valtteri was yeah, that, that
0: did not sit very well with me the fact that they brought a lawyer
2: um, the fact that he's already there yeah like, sh- you're
0: already ready
1: <laughs> yeah that's just <laughs> that- wrong
2: I went, Christian Horner and the rest of the Red Bull people went into the meeting wearing the max world champion
0: shirts (laughs) that was that was the best bit of (laughs) i have ever seen (laughs) oh i loved it i just like i was watching the coverage and it's just like oh and here are the red bull people going in and i thought hang on a minute that's not a red bull shirt what is that max verstappen world champions
2: (laughs) i saw saw a picture of the six people walking out i looked like oh
0: (laughs) that is Brutal.
2: I knew Chris's one was petty,
0: but. Oh, mate, would you <laughs> turn that opportunity down?
2: Yeah, it's a so point, that would be
0: funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, so, so. <laughs> Do you want one of these? We've got them on
1: special <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bulk order. We've got,
2: enough, we've got enough to go around. You want one?
1: Probably <laughs> <laughs> should. <laughs> Use code VER1 as, as a
0: discount at the end.
2: <laughs> Use code VER1 at checkout. <laughs>
0: it's when he turns around and it's got like in partnership with bows on the back
2: <laughs> after the race they told him to change the thing to like something like chassis 77 and then on the screen it had yeah uh, is it thank you Valtteri. yeah, yeah it was, i'm not it's, sure how to pronounce yeah. it but that, that was a mess nice up. yeah i like that
0: it's just like all the while they, you know, they they complain about everything, and they still found time to say, "Yeah, Barty, yeah, can you Balti- just go to seven seven, please?"
2: And Barty's race engineer is like, "Barty, change to seventy seven, please."
0: The fact that they bothered to program that in, but yeah. also didn't check the length of the race on Lewis's one, <laughs> because it was still programmed to last year's race length. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, absolute genius.
2: F one, the pinnacle of motorsport.
0: Yeah, but that's the same. That's at the, at the same point. If if it's got the the, the race length from a previous year, would it still be on the right lap number because of the difference in the length of the lap? No, <laughs> or does true. it just do it when it is there? Like a sensor when it goes over the line, it ticks it's over instead sensor. of instead of done on distance. Yeah, it, probably, there'd, be be like...
2: sen- there'd be some sort of sensor because it always has to change when cause Lewis would be first, right. they, yeah. So they'd would have to be a sensor because it changes when he goes of the lap goes over and it changes on the TV, like changes a lap. So must have done it on the car as well. They yeah. probably have that technology, probably.
0: It just made me made me chuckle that they they didn't have the right length race programmed into the steering wheel <laughs> and Lewis is like, it says, I've got 11 laps left. What's going on? <laughs> no, keep going. Uh, me at this point, it's like, no, stop, stop at 11, <laughs> but no, sad, sad times. So, but I mean, uh, for, for final, final drives for teams or generally was not a good day, was it? Both the Alpha Boys retiring. Uh, George retiring.
2: Where did Baltu come? Way, no,
0: way, was, way was, further down than he should have been. Uh,
2: Max Lewis, Carlos, the two Alpha Tauris.
0: Oh, six then? Yeah.
2: Because
1: then. Yeah, sixth. yeah. six. Six, oh,
2: okay. Not too bad, but still.
1: I think, I think Valtteri said that he could have been third if there wasn't the late safety car because he was chasing down
2: I think, Carlos yeah. and then
1: I think he must have pit or something.
2: I think without the safety car, the midfield would have been very different. Yeah. Well,
1: like
2: fourth to tenth would have been very different.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, Sainz got podium. Yeah. I mean, Perez retiring was weird. I don't. I. I, yeah, I don't know. Never got. a shame. Never really got a reason for that either. I didn't hear anything on the broadcast. Just say, like, "Oh, he's retired," and oh well. <laughs> next. I
2: that, it, it kind of makes sense. They didn't really focus on it because yeah, the championship was at stake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they'd at that point they'd accepted defeat in the constructors. Oh yeah, I um, think I,
2: I think they probably had going into the race because they knew yeah. Mercedes were going to score at least fifteen points.
0: Yeah, it was a case of they, Mercedes needed 17 and yeah. second place is enough. So yeah, cut, cut your losses and try and win Max's championship and fair play. They did. So I mean, fair play from their perspective, cause they did nothing wrong. Um, but yeah, strange one from that. Um, so Saints snuck on the podium. Ended up fifth in the drivers' championship, outscores Charles over the course of the mm. season. Um, what else was it? Oh, Sonoda, four. Sonoda's
2: yeah. highest place, like
0: just the alpha tower in general, half a second of off the podium.
2: Yeah. That's...
0: So that was a bit interesting.
2: I didn't. I didn't realize until I posted like the top ten on there on Twitter, like.
0: Wait a minute, Sonoda was 4th?
2: Yeah, I I get why they didn't talk about it, but oh my (laughs) god!
0: I I get why nobody noticed, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah, there was probably something a bit bigger was happening, but...
0: Mm. Another double points for Alpine. Pretty solid from them. Lando in seventh. Uh, Yeah, it was the slow puncture that sort of sold him under the bus. But it'd be winning races next year. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, a, a large part of that depends on how the development goes. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, yeah, it's it's just, we're now in that weird sort of hundred days or so of. No. Hey, someone put it in Discord earlier, and you'll
1: like this number Rich, because I'm pretty sure it's sixty nine days to winter testing
0: nice yeah so after the fia decided to just do whatever they wanted and make it what they pleased we had toto whinging <laughs> i mean not a great look
2: exactly, <laughs> michael cast- come
0: on i
2: <laughs> both <laughs> so broadcasted him saying don't put the safety car out yeah There's not a great look on him. No.
0: No, it's not. Especially when there's a car literally sideways on the track and you need people to go and get it. That is the very definition of requires a safety car. So, yeah. Not great, Toto. Not great. Um, It sort of also brought the whole FIA radio under fire as well. Which makes me wonder if we're suddenly going to have a one-way channel of the FIA can talk to you and you cannot talk back, which would be interesting. Um, but then again, I doubt that would happen because of all the... But, sir, we, we've, we've got a broken wing. Can we change this, please? Sort of communications that they need,
2: I'm especially from Red
0: Bull. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, so yeah that's it's brought a bit of a spotlight on that and you know i can i can on the sky coverage i can deal with the opinionated sides of certain people but for for some reason damon hill just doesn't sit well with me because he's so evidently biased and it's, it's honestly just painful. In fact, the whole Sky coverage, uh, not even like Sky Sports, I'm talking like Sky Sports News. And I went over to Sky Sports News to wait for the the actual verdict of the thing. It was all just, will Verstappen be stripped of his title? And it's just like, that's, what, why? Why are you going with this sort of, it's just, that's not right. It's very anti anti-person and I, I don't i just didn't like it it sucked it's just like no it shouldn't be that way because it wasn't his fault so, dead, so. no exactly but, but yeah uh, sky
1: <clears throat> ran with it speaking of media and that there was a newspaper that came out with a article about what latifi done and oh. then they put is he prone to crash in?
0: Yeah. I that. Um. I mean, no, but equally, Kimi Raikkonen, the world's most experienced Formula One driver, also put it in that wall. So, you know, when you, when they say anyone can do it, I mean, literally the most experienced man on the planet did it. So anyone can do it especially considering he's in Williams <laughs> So yeah no I'm I, I don't like like fair play if you know you have a spate like Max did a few years ago where you know you DNF or you crash in every single race weekend, you know I think Max did it for like seven or eight weekends in a row at one point like, then then you can start asking questions or if you're generally just off the pace, like Grosjean, twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, also Grosjean. Yeah, that. I mean, he got a race ban, didn't he? So, of <laughs> Alto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God, yeah. But uh, the, the, if you're also like off the pace, like uh, Deleda or Mazepin, because let's be real, Mazepin has not been on the pace at all. He's qualified last in every qualifying session he's been in. He's
2: been consistently around a second of Schumacher, the only person you can basically it
0: with. Yeah. So. Every, every session that Schumacher has taken part in, Schumacher has been faster. And that is your benchmark. And that's a very bad benchmark for him, basically. I think
2: there's the odd one where Mazepin has been quicker. Like, I think there was one qualifying. But I can't remember whether they've had an issue or not.
0: I was going to say, because there, there have been times where Mazepin has out-qualified Mick, but that's generally been where Mick has crashed in FP3 and not taken part, i.e. Monaco.
2: <laughs> yeah, or like, crashed, been repaired, and then yeah, not better or something like that.
0: So, it's... Yeah, it's, it doesn't look great, but... You know, I think you can start calling into question when someone is that much slower than their teammate and that much slower than the rest of the field. Then you can start questioning things. But after one incident, like when was when was the last time Latifi crashed in such a way in the race? Yeah,
2: he crashed. Oh, crash in... was it?
0: Because um... the last yeah. one I remember is Imola and that's at the start of the season that was what the third third race second race second Yeah. yeah yeah so that's all the way back in March like I know he's probably been tied up in a couple of other things or had a couple of other incidents but at the same time like a big crash March that's not prone to crashing. That's <laughs> most of the it, season without crashing.
2: The only other time I could think of did he crash in his first race in Austria, Yeah, he,
0: yeah, he crashed in Austria turn one.
2: Yeah. I think, lost his so front so, wing.
0: Something um, happened.
2: I remember something happened in Austria, but Austria and Imola, the only two times I can think of was his third I appearance. think
1: the last time he crashed was it zanvo in q2 from what it looks
0: like yes yes he did and george also crashed in q2 yeah (laughs) so yeah and i mean i know people have spins like he's spun at hungary um might have been last year not this year but you know
2: everyone's at a point of spinning sometimes you can't help it
0: exactly Especially at Hungary, like bloody inside curbs are just vicious. Mm. Speaking from the game. <laughs> and the cars. Yeah. Like the, how many horsepower behind them? Yeah. It's just so, no, I to call someone prone to crashing after one incident is not right. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's take that approach. Post Silverstone. Lewis Hamilton. Is he prone to attempting murder? Not to then. Not really well, no, exactly. So, you know, let's not... However, Max After Italy definitely was. Oh, yeah, oh, 100%. No British bias whatsoever, but that was right. a certified murder attempt. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, it's just... It's just annoying media sensationalism that I don't like. like. Don't get me wrong. Things that are incredible should be lauded as such. Um, so I'm sure all of the Dutch newspapers are going to be, you know, absolutely plastered with pictures of Max because he's now the world champion.
2: Apparently they've been like, from what I've seen, I think on Twitter I saw it, they were saying like there's been parties on the street, fireworks, a whole lot. Everyone's gone. The whole lot. There's
0: Sorry. actually a ban on fireworks in Holland as well. So yeah. everyone that's launching fireworks is breaking the law.
2: Again, I can't exactly remember it, but cool.
0: I mean, I was wh- wh- while I was on Discord with someone, you could hear fireworks in the background. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, definitely legal celebrations. <laughs> but, you know, first world champion. Who can blame them, really? Um, but when and and to an extent, drive to survive is sensationalism, and to an extent, I'm okay with it. But it's the artificially manufactured ten percent that I'm not, which we discussed way back at the start of the season, where you know they put the wrong team radio message over this yeah. bit and blah blah blah. So, but you know, ninety percent of the show is great because it's stuff that we otherwise wouldn't get to see. All of the, yeah, the interviews and the behind the scenes and the paddock access is is brilliant.
2: I think one thing, fans of already of the sport know to go in watching it as a TV show, not either like a factual documentary, it's a TV show.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Of stuff that's already happened. I think it's a good way for people to start getting into the sport, like mm. I did as well. I think it's a good way to start getting people into the sport. As long as I know afterwards, this isn't how it actually is. Yes. Because yes. Like, a, like, team radios are different. I think I didn't. I like didn't like season three as much well because I knew some of the things weren't accurate. So like everyone needs to take it with a pinch of salt.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's great it's great as a gateway. Yeah. But it's not great as like a.
2: Uh, good like f1 fun.
0: season review videos that like will buxton and that do like that that is like your your documentary sort of thing and this year's is going to be a banger um but drive to survive is more i mean <laughs> part of me wants to say it's like so f1's official season review is to 24 hours in a as Drive to survive is to casualty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. Everything's slightly over dramatized. Everything's a little bit ludicrous. In the first five minutes, you know someone's going to get into an accident. <laughs> it's very much of a hyped up version of what we get. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not like we get. Especially this season, it's not like it's just kind of just turn it on and go. Mm-hmm. Some seasons have been. Um, this year hasn't.
2: It, 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 it's made to be a drop season.
0: Exactly, it's made like, to keep your attention.
2: Yeah, like it's good for new, new and casual fans who don't act like casual fans who don't actively follow every single race and like every detail. It's good for them because they won't necessarily know what's right, what's wrong what's been played up, what hasn't, what's been missed. But for like active fans, it's not amazing. But if you go into it not, like, if you want to watch it just as a TV show or just like a little recap of some of the things yeah. and you know it's not going to be completely accurate and not going to include everything, it's
0: great. Yeah, I think if, you, if you're if you an existing fan, which if you're listening to this, I'm kind of assuming you are at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you're not then how will you not good, are you understanding
2: anything if, if, it's if it's you're not then accurate.
0: how how did you find us um but you know it's, it's if you're an existing fan i think if you go into it the right expectations and the right approach it's fine like for me once i've watched season one i knew how to approach it of kind of like okay let's just look behind the scenes and kind of gloss over the the over sensationalized bits so i i go into drive to survive looking for the the interviews that they have that we otherwise wouldn't see the whole
2: how, the how's alex scenes doing beep
0: sort of bit it's
2: like all the behind scenes stuff we don't see in class this evening
0: yeah is, exactly yeah so that's that's why i watch drive to survive and why i will continue to watch drive to survive because there is stuff that you otherwise wouldn't see
2: and change the red perspective on the background stuff and why so like I guess kind of why they replaced Alex with Checo. It kind of gives an insight as to why because he wasn't also you could see he wasn't performing well. Mm. But you could see Christian's response to it all as well. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the spotlight was not shying away from that. And this year's one's gonna be even better I mean, they don't even like have to edit much of it. They can just like paste in half the season and call it quits.
2: No, it's just going to be called a question in Toto show. Chuck yeah. in a few extra characters, we will fine.
0: Chuck in Michael Massey. Uh... <laughs> no, nah, just, to, just to stir the pot and then he can leave. I think Christian can do that good enough on his own. No, yeah, fair.
2: I swear last year, Christian was in every single episode because he had something to say.
0: Probably. I mean, when you get someone as high up the food chain as Christian Horner, why would you not use him?
2: Mm. But I swear he had something to say about everything, even if it was between Ferrari and Catman.
0: I mean, that is like Netflix's dream, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have someone that literally wants to talk about yeah. everything and anything. Please come. Come sit down. <laughs> Talk away. We have so much, so much film.
2: (laughs) Don't worry, we booked the whole day off for you. Don't be worried.
0: And there's a lunch platter at the side if you need.
2: Here we have about 10 batteries ready for your interview.
0: No, they're just plugged into the mains at that point.
2: (laughs) Here we have three extension cables, just so you could talk as much as you want.
0: And here's a fourth one for you so you can plug your phone in if you need. (laughs) But no, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to how Drive to Survive deals with this year, given how crazy it has been. Um, but we still,
2: a, I think there'll be a bit of focus on, um no, go Just like Mazpin and has at the start of the season, and like so, there's gonna be a bit on social media, I think, because that was like,
0: or have the oligarchs paid out to uh keep that one under wraps we'll find out in three months <laughs> uh. well it usually comes out after the first week of testing
2: so oh, yeah about mid-march i think yeah somewhere so it came around out there. mid-march march 16th it came out last year so...
0: So a drive to survive coming out v- roughly three months from now we'll, we'll have plenty of time to make our predictions on what the and episodes we'll, are going to
2: be we'll actually try we'll actually make sure chris watches it in time this time mm. not with the schumacher mm.
0: and we'll make
2: sure he's not he's here and nothing is here.
0: yes so he can actually give his verdict <laughs> instead of saying he's going to do it and then no.
2: Delaying it for everyone else by food. i and not even showing up. Thanks, Chris. Cheers, Chris.
0: We're not salty.
2: No.
0: We're butter-kissed, sweet and salted microwave popcorn. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> if only they did sponsor us. Oh, mate, I'd love a lifetime supply of popcorn. Mm. But, you know, you wouldn't like that because you have to put effort in and put it in the microwave. Yeah.
2: Don't <laughs> in the bag, well,
0: Yeah. Love that. So yeah, hopefully uh, when when we're back to it uh, actually March is close to Easter maybe we'll even be able to get Alex's opinions on it as well depending on what his uni timetable is like. Um but hopefully we'll have Alex back soon.
2: <laughs> hopefully we'll have him back for Christmas. for Christmas holidays.
0: Oh, we hope so. Um but uh, join us next week for our our full recap of the season and how our predictions have done, our results of our prediction championships, our Mazepin bingos and everything else. So until then, uh, <laughs> we'll keep the uh, debate raging as to the results of Mercedes inquiries, but it can only go on until Thursday, really.
2: Don't go on Until Thursday. Until Thursday
0: so but you know be, be nice people have opinions that's fine but you know
2: don't send death threats to drivers just because they crashed that's oh
0: my god have they actually people. oh jesus christ yeah
2: he deleted i think he deleted his post saying goodbye to george because he's been sending his people sending death threats in the comments and his girlfriends gone private on instagram because they've been sending death threats to her
0: i also see hamilton fans that. are the greatest am i right
1: on twitter about two hours after the race racism was trending which is never a good look
0: no when when i went on toto wolf was trending <laughs> and, and when I, trending? I went on
2: um, about after the podium ke- celebra- celebrations of finished and sky had gone to their like interviews from the paddock and stuff i looked on twitter and charlie whiting was trending
0: so yeah, next week we'll finish going over our season predictions and crown our inaugural champions of predictions and whatnot. Uh, so until then, uh, thank you for listening, uh, slash watching and goodbye.